Hello, Roger Hill of Radio Vermont, Weathering Heights Consulting. We're going to talk about jet streams. This is part one of a three-part series. So what is a jet stream? Well, it's a narrow variable band of very strong, predominantly westerly air currents that encircle the globe several miles above the Earth. There are typically two or three different jet streams in each of the northern and southern hemispheres. We're also referring to a jet stream as a a flow of exhaust gases from a jet engine or a jet blast, but we're referring here to the ribbon of air of higher velocity encircling the hemispheres. So jet streams are relatively narrow bands of strong winds in the upper levels of the atmosphere. The winds blow from west to east in jet streams, but uh, the flow often shifts to north and south due to areas of lower pressure or higher pressure. Jet streams follow the boundaries between hot and cold air. Since these hot and cold air boundaries are most pronounced in winter, the jet streams are the stronger for both the northern and southern hemisphere in their winter. Why do jet streams' winds blow from west to east? Well, it's the Earth's rotation that's responsible for the jet stream. Warm air rising at the equator will move toward both poles. The motion of this air is generally west to east in the northern and southern temperate mid-latitudes, but often the jet stream flow of air can also become meridional, that is, referencing latitude that is also more northerly or southerly, where well-defined areas of low and high-pressure systems affect the direction of this flow. The air aloft moves away from the equator. The reason has to do with momentum and how fast a location on or above the Earth's surface moves relative to the Earth's axis. Your speed relative to the Earth's axis depends on your location, so someone standing on the equator is moving much faster than someone standing on 45-degree north latitude, say, in northern Vermont. Someone standing on a pole is not moving at all. In fact, you would actually be slowly spinning. Did you know that the speed of the rotation is great enough to cause you to weigh exactly one pound less at the equator than you would at the north or south pole? The momentum of air has its travels around the Earth, which is conserved. That means as the air that's over the equator starts moving toward one of the poles, it keeps its eastward motion constant. The Earth below the air, however, moves slower as that air travels toward the poles. The result is that the air moves faster and faster in an easterly direction relative to the Earth's surface below the farther it moves from the equator. In addition, there are three separate cell circulations within the jet stream or the overall prevailing flow. The regions around 30 north or south latitude and also between 50 and 60 north or south latitude are these areas where temperature changes on the planet are the greatest. As the difference in temperature increases between these two locations, the strength of the wind increases. Therefore, sticking with the northern hemisphere as an example, the regions around 30 north latitude is where the subtropical jet is located, and the northern branch of the jet stream is located generally about 50 to 60 north latitude. These are the areas where the wind in the upper atmosphere is the strongest. The 50 to 60 degree north latitude or northern branch of the jet stream is located there with a subtropical jet located around 30 north latitude. The streams vary in height of 4 to about 8 miles and can reach speeds of more than 275 miles an hour. The actual appearance of the jet streams result from the complex interaction 
mainly between these variables such as the location of high and low pressure systems, warm and cold air, and seasonal changes. They meander around the globe, dipping and rising in altitude and latitude, splitting at times and forming eddies, and even disappearing altogether to appear somewhere else. Jet streams also follow the sun in that the sun's elevation increases each day in the spring. The average latitude of the jet stream shifts more poleward. By summer in the northern hemisphere, it is typically found near or north of the Canadian border. As autumn approaches, the sun's elevation decreases and the jet stream's average latitude then moves toward the equator. Jet streams are often indicated by a line on a weather map indicating the location of the strongest winds. However, the jet streams are wider than and not as distinct as a single line, but are actually regions where the wind speed increases toward its central core of greatest strength. One way of visualizing this is to consider a river. The river's current is generally the strongest in the center, with the decreasing strength as one approaches the river bank. Therefore, it is said that jet streams are rivers of air. Roger Hill, Radio Vermont.